And now, time to get in the huddle with your host, Charles Prodger Ritchie, here on the Mass Steel Podcast. Hey, you blink, I'll cut your eyelids off. Don't you blink. Let's go. You get where you feel like you can rush the quarterback. You understand? Rush the quarterback. Do you have room in the trophy for another one there? You got six of them. Now you're the winningest franchise in NFL history. We'll make room. And good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition here of Show Blitz here, the Masculine Podcast. Uh, Game ready to count down for Monday Night Football as it will be the Pittsburgh Steelers hosting the Chicago Bears uh, coming up tonight here on uh, ESPN. And you can also watch it on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, there will be no uh, Peyton Manning and Eli Manning broadcast tonight as announced as of uh, last week's uh, game at the end of that game between the Chiefs and Giants in Arrowhead Stadium. Uh, Peyton Manning announced that they'll be uh, having the bye week, so we won't get to hear any uh, Peyton or Eli on tonight's game on ESPN2 or the ESPN Plus streaming app. But I guess in a good way for uh, Steeler fans, you know, maybe that's a good way uh, right there. Uh, just certain football guys we don't want to mess with, uh, no pun intended, especially the Manning brothers who've uh, done a lot for this league. But uh, getting ready to go into tonight's game, the Pittsburgh Steelers will be looking to end a frustrating three-game losing streak versus the Bears right now. Uh, the Bears, they lead this all-time series. Uh, 19 wins with seven losses. Uh, all three dating back to 2009 when the Steelers were defending Super Bowl champions in that year. Uh, they lost at, at least like uh, two of those three games by one-score games. The first one being a field goal loss in Soldier Field. That was 14-17. Uh, then the last uh, primetime game here in Heinz Field between these two uh, teams uh, which was on Sunday Night Football. Uh, that happened uh, back in 2013. Uh, Bears won that one convincingly, 40 to 23, right there. Uh, that was uh, Jay Cutler's uh, second start for Bears. He was 2 0 in his career versus the Bears. And then uh, last but not least, uh, they lost to Mike Glennon uh, before they got handed over to Mitch Trubisky. But Mike Glennon of the Chicago Bears, under John Fox. Uh, uh, upset the Bears once again the same day as the national anthem uh, pregame uh, drama that uh, followed this team. They lost that one overtime, 17 to 23, and the Steelers are looking to snap a jinx going on. Uh, as you can see, what I'm wearing tonight, I got my uh, hopefully good luck charm for tonight's game. Hopefully, it'll be an omen, and uh, they can finally put this one behind, uh, not just for uh, beating the Bears, but more importantly, stay and control their uh, destination of the AFC standings right now. They are the sixth seed going into tonight's game. I got my Jerome Bez jersey on. Uh, one of the last men to beat the Bears in that game, as I uh, mentioned. Uh, that game uh, happened on December 11th of that year. Steelers won that game 21-9, allowing no uh, touchdowns in that game right there. As also referred to, too, as the mother game uh, by Jerome Bez, you could say, uh, going into that season right now, but uh, going into it, I mean, when you look back at that time right there, that against the Bears right there, that started their run in that season right there. Remember, there were 7-5 at that point in time. 
their playoff hopes were looking uh, pretty dim, uh, getting very close, where they need to, like, uh, couldn't afford any more losses along the way the rest of the season. And you saw what happened. Everyone started to heat up down the stretch right there. And you saw the end result right there. Four-game winning streak in the regular season, then uh, won all four games in the playoffs, becoming the first uh, number six seed to win the Super Bowl as a wild card right there. Unbelievable stuff right there. Uh, but if you remember in that game, too, uh, you saw uh, Jerome Bass's stat line uh, for that game was to get ready to pull it up. Uh, in that matchup in Heinz Field, which was a snowy game, by the way, uh, he actually uh, ran for 101 yards off 17 carries, got in for two touchdowns. One of the most uh, famous images in that game was trucking by an Erlacher in the end zone. Uh, that game uh, was played at 32-degree uh, weather, uh, winds at 12 miles per hour, and a wind chill 23 degrees uh, with some uh, heavy snow flurries in that game right there. And the Steelers were able, like I said, uh, keep their season on track and uh, – there you saw the march uh, for the one for the fun, uh, which was uh, Bill Cowher's uh, final game uh, playing against the Bears as Steelers head coach, by the way. And uh, going up against the Chicago Bears right there, he was the last uh, Steelers coach to have a winning record up against the Chicago Bears uh, right there uh, in that matchup, uh, which is pretty darn uh, special. And you look at it, and I think he's only had like uh, one loss uh, versus the Bears in all those uh, contests. But nonetheless, here we are right now. It is color rush time once again. I want to pay a special shout out to some friends of mine. A happy belated birthday once again, Rob Maury, one of the biggest uh, loyal uh, Steelers fans here, and also one of my Steelers bars I go to from time to time at McGee's. And hopefully, once again soon, uh, Durgan's Tavern. Uh, which right now, if you're in Chicago, is closed right now uh, for this season. But if you guys want to check out Good Steelers Bar in Chicago for right now, check out McGee's uh, Tavern in uh, Lincoln Park and Regalville in Chicago, Illinois. But anyway, let's go into some of the opening headlines going into this game right now uh, as far as, like, the injury report. Injury report for tonight's uh, Monday Night Football matchup. Uh Versus the Bears. The Steelers have listed guard BJ uh, Finney as questionable with a back, while tight end Eric Ebron, he is out with an ankle. And then you will be having for the Bears, they will be without the following. Uh, one of their backup quarterbacks and Nick Foles, uh, non injury related. Tight end JP Holt, he is in concussion protocol. Unfortunately, uh, we will not get to see edge rusher in tonight's uh, matchup. Uh, listed as outside linebacker Cleo Mack. Uh, he will miss his second consecutive game uh, with a foot injury. He was not there for the game versus 49ers on Halloween last Sunday. And last but not least, uh, running back uh, Damian Williams, he was out with a knee injury. But speaking of which, uh, one of the local uh, Bears reporters for ESPN Chicago, ESPN 1000, if you want to listen to him on radio in your car here in Chicago, Illinois, or you can listen to him for the TuneIn app, which is another way you can catch them. Uh, their beat reporter, Jeff Dickerson, has uh, reported that they have activated running back uh, David Montgomery off IR for tonight's game. Uh, Montgomery, 24, he has been out since he suffered a sprained knee in a week four victory over the Lions uh, in that contest right there. And uh, to date, I mean, ever since then, that was a 
matchup right there where they had a nice two-game uh, winning streak. And uh, that one, the Bears have been pretty frustrated uh, in their own right. Uh, heading into this game right now, I mean, when you look at their season right now, I mean, moving up to the 10th spot to draft Justin Fields right now. I mean, Justin Fields, who officially made his very first uh, start uh, as a rookie, I want to say uh, this year that was against, let's see, the Cleveland Browns and where they got squashed 6-26, to 26, uh, one net yard uh, passing. The Bears are looking to end a three-game losing streak, uh, beginning back to the Green Bay Packers and Soldier Field right there. Uh, by the way, they lost that game by 10 points, 14 to 24, got blown out by the Bucks in Tampa, uh, 38 to 3, and then last but not least, uh, 33 to 22, uh, versus the 49ers. And that game right there, you saw, uh, versus the Niners, I mean, legitimately, in that game, the Bears, uh, in that game, they blew, uh, let's see, what was it? It was like, they had a commanding, a uh, nice commanding lead so far in that game. I want to say they were up like uh, 10 to 3, something like that. But it was still a game that was winnable for them. They ended up uh, losing that uh, game right there. I mean, only scoring six points in the second half, being outscored uh, by the Niners uh, 24 to 6 uh, to win that game in upset fashion right there. 49ers kept their season alive right there as they went on to go to three and four. Right now, the 49ers, uh, speaking of which, they're three and five after losing to the Cardinals. But nonetheless, I, I will say this. This is a matchup where the Steelers have got to be careful with a team like the Chicago Bears right now. Because I really do believe when I look back at some of these losses right now, I mean, let's think about it. I mean, they're, they're looking to probably take it out on the Bears tonight and uh, trying to snap some frustration going on here. And uh, for them, uh, it's going to be definitely having its uh, challenges here going into this matchup that I definitely do believe right now. you got to believe right now. I mean, Matt Nagy, who's also, by the way, uh, he's returning from missing last week's game due to COVID. Uh, he will be back on the sidelines in uh, tonight's uh, matchup right now. And you have for the Chicago Bears, too, I mean, going into that co – I mean, into this game, they had John Filippo. He was the uh, interim uh, coach uh, last week uh, for the Chicago Bears in which they lost to the 49ers. So, you got to believe right now they're, they're trying to prove something to themselves, too. I mean, the Bears right now, I mean, you're talking about, like, beyond this season, possibly maybe rebuilding possibly with their salary cap situation right now. Because uh, Chicago Bears, I mean, looking forward to their future. I mean, what they got to look forward to. I mean, if you think about it right now, I mean, in this league, I mean, the Bears right now, they only got barely $3 million in uh, cap space. And then in 2022, uh, from there, they'll be having a little bit more better money situation, about over $44 million in cap space. Uh, but you got to wonder how much significant changes are going to be, and more in particular, Aside of that, which doesn't count towards salary cap, our coaches, well, in particular, Matt Nagy. The frustrating thing is with the Bears, I mean, when you look at their season, the way things have been going, I mean, you would figure, I mean, in this season, what they had to deal with, 
I mean, like uh, their share of humiliation right now. I mean, losing to, I mean, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers right there, the famous I own you, I still own you guys right there, quote, in that game. I mean, the Bears, I mean, for this part, they have beaten no playoff teams going into this year. And I want to say they only beaten one winning team, and that was the Detroit Lions uh, in this uh, season. That was back in week number five right there. The Raiders were three and one, that which proved to be John Gruen's final games of Raiders uh, head coach. Uh, since that uh, controversy right there that came out about Demory Smith, but all the racial uh, stuff he was uh, saying too throughout this time. And uh, right now, uh, it's definitely going to be an interesting uh, time for this game right here as we look at it. And uh, like I said, definitely got a lot staring them right now uh, in this. Be, be, be a challenge right now, but the good news is, as far as the color rush uniforms, uh, looking pretty solid right now. And let's see some other stuff here on the opening drive right now. According to Dale Wiley of DK Pittsburgh Sports, the Steelers they have elevated tight end Kevin Rader from practice squad to the active roster for tonight's game. Uh, he will revert back to the practice squad, according to Team Four, Missy Matthews, uh, for this game right here. And uh, so there you have it for tonight's uh, game right now. Trying to find out the Steelers uh, versus Bears. And actors, I'm going to try and find it out right now. As we speak, going to this, uh, going into this matchup right now, let's see who we got here. Okay, as far as like the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers right now, uh, they got six players inactive uh, tonight versus the Bears. It'll be uh, right tackle Zach Banner, who doesn't seem like he's still ready to come back off his uh, injured uh, leg injury uh, that he suffered last year on his first game versus the Giants. He also got backup quarterbacks, Dwayne Haskins, running back Anthony McFarland, cornerback Akilo Witherspoon, uh, linebacker by Johnson, tight end Eric Ebron. Uh, they will not play in week nine right now. You probably see a little bit more of Stack Gentry and Pat Fryer move right now, uh, who seems to be uh, making a good tandem at tight end right now as they continue to keep their season uh, nice and fresh right now. So just give everybody a heads up. In case you guys are tuning in, I'm going to cut this podcast a little short because I'm getting ready to take off and go out and watch the game. But I just want to just get this out. So I want to end this up in like less than five minutes, okay? I know usually it's like 30 minutes, but um, I'm going to just cut a little bit short. So my apologies for anyone tuning in right now. Uh, Banner, like I said, he's continues to be inactive since returning from injury reserve. And uh, we'll see. But also uh, looking at it too, as for the Chicago Bears right now, uh, going into it, as we uh, look at their uh, players who they got listed, uh, they got, uh, let's see, and this was going into the injury report. Uh, first, the uh, Steelers in tonight's game uh, for this uh, contest here. That can be just a minute. Okay. So they will definitely uh, be uh, without uh, for this game right now. Uh, for tonight's uh, matchup, they'll be without uh, defense back uh, Eddie uh, Jackson, 
Uh, he will not be available in uh, tonight's uh, game. Uh, he, I believe he is one of their uh, safeties going into it. Let's see here. The Chicago Bears going tonight's uh, matchup right now, like I said. So let's look at it. Yeah, so they'll definitely be without their starting safety, uh, Eddie Jackson. Uh, one of their starting running backs who was filling in for Montgomery, uh, Damian uh, Williams right there. Uh, Damian Williams, he was dealing with a knee injury. We already know about uh, Cleo Mack dealing with a foot injury, so that's a third guy right there. Uh, he also got Nick Foles, non-injury related. Uh, former Steelers cornerback, Ernie Burns, he is out tonight. Then he also got... Uh, Right now, two for this game, uh, Alec Ogletree, uh, he is one of their linebackers. He will not be playing tonight's game. And last but not least, uh, tight end, uh, J.P. Uh, Holtz, as I mentioned, uh, he is dealing with concussion. But let's go ahead and give you real quickly uh, to the AFC playoff picture, more particularly as it begins with the AFC wild card. And uh, right now, the Steelers, they find themselves in the sixth seed uh, in the AFC wildcard uh, pitcher right now. And uh, the way that works right now, uh, Steelers versus the Patriots. Uh, as of right now, uh, the Steelers have at least uh, three of the tiebreakers over the Patriots right now. Uh, that is in common games where they're 2-0. Each of these teams are facing the Chargers, the Browns, Titans, and the Bills. Uh, the Steelers have defeated both the Bills and the Browns, while the Patriots, on the other hand, have defeated one of those teams, which was the LA Chargers. I believe uh, they'll be having the Cleveland Browns uh, coming up uh, this weekend uh, in Gillette Stadium. Yeah, so that'd be uh, Sunday at noon on uh, November 14th, a key matchup right there, if you ask me, uh, for that game right there. One of Bill Belichick's original uh, team right there. Steelers also own the strength victory, 528, while the Patriots are 336. Uh, followed by them are the Kansas City Chiefs right now. Don't look now uh, as we uh, take a look at the standings right now. Uh, Chiefs looking to hopefully get a little bit on the roll uh, right now. Uh, with their season turned around, they are five and four. Uh, look out for them. They just uh, defeated both the Giants and the Packers right now. Uh, offensively, did not look as impressive. I mean, you look at their season right now. I mean, when you look at, I mean, they're being outscored by six points in the season, which is pretty unbelievable right there. They only got 221 points for the season while giving up. 227. Their defense has definitely been horrendous. And a lot of people were definitely like looking at a guy like Mark Ingram. I mean, Melvin Ingram right there, who has been uh, traded to the Kansas City Chiefs for a six round 2022 pick. Now, a lot of people are very cautious about, you know, how's that going to affect the Steelers when these two teams got to face in week number 16 in Kansas City right there? Will that be a team right there that could harm them? eventually some point in time. I mean, I know a lot of people are a little concerned about like a James Harrison situation that happened back uh, four years ago. 
where he did everything he could do, like playing, fuss. I mean, and he told the Steelers straight out respect, Mike Tom and everybody. Hey, and he was just saying, listen, I know what you're doing here. You got TJ Watt. I know how business football works. I mean, if you're not going to play or start me, I would like to be released. Uh, Mike Tomlin was not in favor of that at the time. He decided to keep uh, James Harrison around. And so, therefore, you look at a guy like James Harrison work out his ethic at the time. Uh, he was not acceptable with that. So, when did that happen? He ended up getting released, signed with the Patriots, made one more Super Bowl run where they eventually lost to the Philadelphia Eagles at U.S. Bank Stadium for Super Bowl 52 in that matchup right there. So let's see. I mean, Melvin Ingram, some people will say he's been declining according to Ed Bouchette right now. I mean, the Steelers coaches seem to really like Alex Highsmith being paired with Bud Dupree, the way he's been listening. Uh, it seems like he's starting to get into a groove right now. Only time will tell for that. But following the Patriots, too, in the AFC uh, wildcard pitchers, we also look at it. Uh, like I said, the Steelers versus the Chiefs right now. The Chiefs who find themselves Right now, on the outside, uh, looking in behind the Patriots, uh, Steelers over the Chiefs right now, they have at least gotten four of the tiebreakers right now before they meet head-to-head. -head. Uh, they own the – they got a better conference record than the Chiefs. Steelers are 3-2. and two. Chiefs are 1-4. and four. Common games, Steelers are 3-3. Three and three. Chiefs are 2-4. and four. Uh, You also got strength of victory – once again, Steelers got 528, uh, 1%, while the Chiefs are at 450. Then you got next up, uh, followed by the Chiefs, are the Chargers right now. Or not the Chargers, would be the, let's see, if we take a look at the standings uh, right now, it is, it'll be the Browns. And uh, right now, Browns, the Steelers have beaten them one half of their head-to-head matchups right now. Uh, Steelers, as far as versus Browns go, uh, they're even at conference record. Uh, the only thing significant that the Steelers got versus the Browns, aside from their head-to-head -head win, is uh, two of the other tiebreakers, strength of victory and strength of schedule, 528-574 uh, for those two categories. Then you also got uh, followed by the – Browns are the Bengals who the Browns beat. And this has been like a lot of interesting for debate right now. Is Baker Mayfield starting to have, once again, his better football and performance with cutting their ties with Odell Beckham Jr.? Uh, just seems like he's been playing better football. They got in a better role. I mean, when you look at it, I mean, the Cleveland Browns, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, definitely no joke. I mean, when you look at them at 5-4, also the same team who uh, upset the Steelers, I mean, in the playoffs, I mean, for the most part. I mean, they ended up uh, finishing their season that year, last year, 11-5 record. We saw Kevin Stefanski go on to win coach of the year in that matchup. So when you look at it right now from that perspective, uh, they got a lot to uh, straighten up right there. So we'll see from there. Also followed by the Browns. I mean, followed by the Bengals right now. Like I said, Steelers lost their one half. They had to have a matchup. They only got them in three categories, which is uh, right now – or two categories, excuse me, which is uh, strength of victory and strength of schedule. 
Broncos, they already beat head-to-head. And last but not least, the Colts, who are still hanging around right now at four and five right now. Steelers uh, own all the necessary tiebreakers over them. So we'll find out right there. As for the AFC North, uh, once again, I mean, the Vikings, who had two touchdown lead versus the Ravens in Baltimore, I uh, figured they were going to finally be able to stop them. Uh, went in overtime, Anthony Barr had pick and where the Ravens were driving, uh, failed their opportunity to score uh, for their sudden death opportunity, uh, end up uh, losing that game by a field goal in overtime right there. So the Steelers uh, for right now uh, in the divisional standings, I mean, they find themselves a game and a half right now. If they win this game, they can pull within one game, or if not, they will find themselves at the bottom of the division once again. So, also, let's get into it real quick. I'm going to go ahead and just finish this real quick. Uh, color rush uniforms. Right now, uh, for tonight's matchup versus the Bears right now, uh, you look at Steelers are 6-1 and one since wearing these uniforms, uh, while Ben Rosberger is 5-0. and oh. uh, Ben Rosberger, who's worn the color rush uniforms, he's through for over 1,497 yards, nearly 1,500 yards of passing, 15 touchdowns, the five picks for 108.2 QB rating right there. Pretty darn impressive stuff right there. Their only loss uh, when wearing these color rush uniforms were uh, versus the Buffalo Bills. Now was without a Ben Roethlisberger list uh, season there and where he was injured in week two versus Seattle Seahawks in their home opener. Steelers were in control going into that Bills game right there. It was a key matchup for wild card uh, positioning. Uh, and instead, the Steelers ended up going on a three-game losing streak, going out of the playoffs right there, spiraled out of control. They were 8-5 and five, uh, with quarterback Duck Hodges right there in that game. So let's see what could happen. I think that would be very key right there. I mean, they've been wearing these things since Christmas. And like I said, uh, for the Steelers right there, that is definitely a huge thing right there. It's been their good luck charm when wearing these uniforms. I mean, at the moment, I mean, in the color rush uniforms, they have outscored their opponents 196 to 120, 76 point differential. Show you how good they are. Now let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. Keys to the game. Uh, key number one for tonight's matchup will be run defense. Why? Steelers are fifth in stopping the run with a line 4.2 yards per attempt. Uh, Dave Montgomery and Khalil Herbert will be keys if they're able to combine for tonight's uh, matchup since it will be without Damian Williams. They combined for 659 yards on the ground with four touchdowns, uh, three of which has been coming by Montgomery. Uh, Justin Fields also to also be a wild card in that running game as well, too, who would be a third, a nice third wheel to that. Uh, since we're in the age of mobile quarterbacks right there, he has ran for 243 yards in eight games averaging 5.5 yards per attempt. So we're just going to leave you into key number two. Keep Justin Fields in the pocket and blitz. Bears have sur- surrendered the most sacks in the league with 30. Uh, that is a big reason why. Last but not least, when the turtle bear battle, Steelers are minus one for the year, while the Bears are minus uh, three in this game. And uh, for anyone uh, want to check out the odds in this uh, game right now as well we uh, look at for uh, tonight's uh, matchup uh, for tonight's matchup it is looking like it's going to be uh, 27 
to uh, 16, according to AdShark right now. Uh, Steelers are minus uh, seven or uh, seven point favorites, as it looks like uh, for right now, uh, going to this matchup. The 27 to 16 they're looking at. I'm gonna go for the final score of tonight's uh, matchup. I mean, when you look at what the Pittsburgh Steelers have been able to do this year, to surprisingly uh, keep their season alive and not letting it spiral uh, out of control. So you look at everything that has been going on, I mean, with this team right now, I mean, the Steelers, uh, for the most part, who, I mean, when you look at their offense and what they've been able to do, I mean, I mean, this season right now, they've only scored at least 20 points or more. I mean, offensively, only uh, two times right there. So, uh, for with that being said, I will go uh, Steelers. I'm going to give them 23 points once again. And uh, give me Bears uh, 16. So, 23-16, that'll be your final score. And that's going to do it for this edition here. I'll show us Steelers versus Bears pregame show. Once again, you guys can follow me on social media, on Twitter, at MassDLCJR, and on Instagram, at MassDLNation. So I leave you, don't be trolling, be rolling. Here we go, Steelers, here we go. I got it.